In this video, we will look at 13 mechanisms that can support institutionalization of learning. You can see them listed on the right-hand side here. Within the diagram, you can also see how each mechanism spans across one or more of the learning loops and means of learning. We'll be taking one by one and look at examples of what they look like in practice. As you go through each one, consider how they can be applied in your work as well. The first mechanisms relate to using routine data, which requires strengthening the capacity of systems for data aggregation and deployment. Technology has a role to play here in improving and mainstreaming the routine use of data. The first data-related mechanism is monitoring and evaluation, or M&E, systems. These have often evolved to increase their focus on learning in recent years. The Global Vaccine Access Plan, or GVAP, is an example of how learning related to M&E has evolved. Originally, the GVAP had an M&E framework that was collaboratively developed. Then, it evolved to utilize rounds of inputs from leaders at global, regional, and country levels who refined the framework over two years. The final framework now guides how progress data are organized and reported to the World Health Assembly. The second mechanism is data systems for decision support. This occurs when effective links are built between researchers and decision makers. This usually requires some sort of embedded or bridging arrangement with researchers and policymakers that can shape national and subnational policy reforms. These collaborations require investments in research support to address relevant research questions. An example of such embedded research is Thailand. Having such a mechanism played a key role in efforts to achieve universal health coverage. You can find out more about both this example and including references for further websites, reports, and other resources in the Learning Health Systems Report on page 41. The third mechanism is team learning and on-the-job mentoring. This mechanism has been applied in a range of contexts around the world, including in Ghana's CHIPS program, where district-level teams continuously learned from implementation and were supported to feed this learning back into policy processes. The fourth mechanism for institutionalizing learning is solution-sharing forums. These can be established at subnational, national, or even global levels. An example is Morocco's Intersectoral Committee and Joint Knowledge Management Platform, which was established to support universal health coverage policy processes for the country and enabled sharing learning across stakeholders about the mutual benefits of universal health coverage. The fifth mechanism is cross-sector working groups. Such groups can be helpful to enable the use of relevant evidence not only from within the health system, but also from other sectors. Georgia's government utilized a process to guide decision-making early on in the COVID-19 pandemic by engaging regularly between the Ministry of Health, the Prime Minister, and the National Security Council to explore complex questions about the capacity of the health system, learning from other country experiences, and the best way to engage Georgia's specific context. A more in-depth example of this case study is available on page 42 of the Learning Health Systems Report. The sixth mechanism for institutionalizing learning is participatory planning platforms. These are valuable in that they often serve to bridge between researchers and decision makers to shape policies and health reforms. It's important to note that these collaborative arrangements require investments in research support to address priority health systems problems so that the relevant evidence can be shared in a timely manner to inform decision-making processes. The seventh mechanism is policy and systems research and evidence platforms. 
These platforms enable health systems to generate pertinent and timely research and synthesize evidence related to their own health system. An example is India's National Knowledge Platform, which was established in 2013 to support the complex policy-making processes with necessary and appropriate evidence. The eighth mechanism is innovation labs and pilot schemes. These can be essential to identifying promising local practices and learning from them. Australia's innovation platform has supported quality improvement for indigenous primary health care in rural areas. The ninth mechanism is priority setting and technology assessment platforms. These are commonly in place in high-income contexts and are now being established in many low- and middle-income countries as well. The tenth mechanism is intelligence units for specific problems and topics. These units are usually formed to provide strategic thinking and solve problems around a specific topic or issue. The Nigeria Center for Disease Control, or NCDC, was established in 2014 to guide the Ebola virus outbreak response in Nigeria and support the responses in Liberia and Sierra Leone as well. The eleventh mechanism is participatory learning sites and programs. These enable learning from local successes and practices and sharing between them. South Africa's well-documented collaborative learning sites involve health managers and researchers to support managers to reflect on their practices and identify problems and innovations. This mechanism focuses on developing strategies for learning and improving them over time based on experiences. Ghana's CHIPS program has gained decades of experience of embedded research and experience with learning processes as it scaled up the CHIPS program. The CHIPS Plus program includes district-level teams to continuously learn from implementation and then feed that learning back into policy processes. The final mechanism for institutionalizing learning is a learning assessment framework. Such a framework can instigate and support the reflection and evaluation of learning approaches to facilitate further improvements. Setting up these frameworks is an essential step and then periodically evaluating experiences and improving upon the framework and approaches is an ongoing process.